Hello, Bethel fandom! It is I, your host, Sunny, aka Dynamic Symmetry on Tumblr and Twitter and many other places. I'm not dead. <laughs> Guys, I'm so fucking sorry. Um, a lot of stuff's been going on. Uh, a lot of stuff's been going on with my dissertation. I remember I'm trying to get a PhD. Stuff's been going on with my professional writing career. Uh, I've been going to some cons and talking to some people and doing some stuff. And stuff's been going on with that new podcast I started, Gone, which has been doing very well and has been building an audience and it's been super fun, but it's it's just been eating up my life. And I've, as a result, kind of had to put this on the back burner. Um, I'm hoping that's not going to continue, but for the time being, uh, and I'm super sorry about this, this is going to kind of have to move to an as possible type posting schedule, especially because I may actually be starting a third podcast with my sister. Uh, watch for news on that if it's something that you care about. It should be kind of fun. But yeah, uh, this is this is not something that I'm going to be able to give the kind of attention to that I would ideally like. Hopefully that won't last too long. I do intend to continue it. This is really not something I want to abandon. I'm having too much fun and I mean, y'all seem to enjoy it and that's why I do it. So yeah, uh, but I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, and I don't know when I'm going to be able to get the next episode up, but I'll, I'll try and have it not be too long. But today, I have a treat for you. I am bringing you a conversation that I had with Ultimate Bethel Ficklist, uh, aka Stacy. Uh, it was so fucking fun. Uh, we talked about so much cool stuff. Uh, in particular, we, we talked about um, her projects, um, kind of curating fan fiction and doing things like Summer of Bethel and stuff to kind of keep people's enthusiasm up uh, through the hiatus and also through the fact that our ship may be over. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't believe it is, but, you know, let's, let's real talk, it, it may be. But yeah, it, it, it was super fun. Had a really good time with it. Hopefully you'll have a really good time listening to it. Uh, before I get to it, quick plug, again, I have a Patreon. It's linked to the top of my Tumblr page, dynamicsymmetry.tumblr.com. Stuff like this helps me justify the time that I put into this podcast, um, especially because that's a little more difficult now than it used to. Uh, it helps me justify the time I put into my thick books. So those of you who enjoy those, it just it, it helps out-of-pocket costs and justification of time in general. Also, I got a PayPal link at our Podbean site, keepsinging.podbean.com. And really, honestly, the best thing that you can possibly do if you really enjoy this and you want to kind of pay me back for some free entertainment, just like reblog, rec, post on Twitter, post on Facebook, anywhere you talk about fandom stuff and you think there are people who aren't listening to this who might enjoy it, just like spread the word. Word of mouth is great. Okay, I'm gonna shut up. We're gonna go ahead and get to this. Oh, and super quick note. Um, I'm, I'm sorry about this. There's really only a limited amount that I can do. Uh, we were on Skype. The connection wasn't consistently amazing, so there are a few spots where it kind of jumps in and out. Uh, I did what I could to kind of minimize that uh, in, at the time and in post-production, but, but there are a couple of spots where it's kind of patchy. Um, it's not too much. I think it's only here and there. Uh, sorry about that. Hopefully it won't bug you too much. Like I said, super fun. Really hope you enjoy it, and I'll see you on the flip side. Okay, hi everybody. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I am very privileged to be able to talk to Stacy today. Uh, she runs Bethel Thick List, so this is very exciting. Hi, Stacy. Hello. So, um, like I told you, this is going to kind of be mostly a ramble, but um, <laughs> those tend to work. So, I have some basic questions that I usually ask people, but we don't have to stick to any kind of script. I just find that these are good conversation starters. So, uh, just to start with, I, I usually find this is uh, an interesting question because people have such different answers. Um, how'd you get here? Like, how did you find this fandom? 
Um, I came into this, I feel, really late. Um, I watched YouTube, which I think most people do, and I came across this video, and I'm a sucker for romance, and the way that they they portrayed this couple in the, in the video, I was like, wow, this is great. I want, I want to know more about them. And then I just kind of dove headfirst into Bethel, and then I realized they weren't even together romantically. <laughs> so it broke my heart, and I was like, no, there's there's something here. There's something here. So I went all the way back. I watched Walking Dead from season one, and I got into this. It was um, right after season four had finished. Oh, God. And, yeah. Like, yeah. the perfect time to right. come into this. Um, going into season five, um, it was right before uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which was, like, the original Summer of Bethel. So, like, yeah. the highest of hopes going into this. I know. And I just immersed myself in them, and I became obsessed with them and everything about them. And watching from season one to all of the end of season four, it just it just blew my mind. I was like, they have to end up together. And, and I needed to know more. So then, unfortunately, I joined that site. That oh, no. Game. Um, <laughs> just so that I could find out more about them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a big information source. It, it, it was, yes. And just going there, I met so many incredible people. I made so many wonderful friends. And we kind of just all sat there together and just theorized and, and, and talked about, you know, how it's going to happen and, and how things are going to work out. And, and then it all happened. Yes, it <laughs> all. It all happened. So I came in at, like, the best time. Um to to really get into it and even though things have turned out the way that they have I I'm still in it I'm still obsessed with them I still love them to death so that that's pretty much how it all came to be that's you see that's really interesting to me because it's one of the reasons why I like asking this question some people you know they come to the ship because they're watching the show anyway and then they see it I mean that's how I got to it I, I, I was like, oh, wait, actually, yeah, this is a thing. Oh, hey, this is a thing. And and then some people find the ship first. And I, I just think that that, I mean, this is a question that just, you know, shut up at the top of my head, but it's, I think it's kind of potentially an interesting one. How do you feel like that affected how you watched the show from the beginning, given that you knew that you were going to hit this point that you were going to, that you were really excited about that you were looking forward to? And, and that was exciting for me because I was like, how does this story unfold? And watching it from season one, I, I, I kind of knew a little bit going into it. I did a little bit of research and like, okay, what, you know, when does he come in? When does she come in? How does this all happen? So I knew a little bit going into it. Um, but it was just, it was so amazing to see um, their interactions and how little they had. Mm-hmm. And I'm screaming at the TV like, when does this happen? When, what is going on here? And you really see this progression of them. So going into it, it was like, oh my gosh, like see how he interacts with like little people at a time and eventually it becomes part of the group thing. And I remember hearing things about him and Carol and I was watching their relationship as well and trying to like see him like, that doesn't look romantic to me. That's more of like, we're friends, we, we experience the same things. And then I look at him and Beth and I'm just like, 
that is completely different and yeah, seeing yeah. together how they evolved together and those few episodes that they had together just the two of them was just it blew my mind how 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 different it was and how it's not just oh my gosh I'm in love with you it's a slow very slow progression but you can see where these two could happen and that it should happen yeah (laughs) but yeah it was it was very interesting to watch how it all unfolded and very quickly because I basically just binge watched it over like a week and a half so yeah it's just amazing to watch how quickly it happened and then having to wait another like three months to find out what happened after that yeah god that I mean what you said about that summer I mean I it's it's kind of it's kind of fucking ridiculous because I actually only really got into the fandom after Coda, which is oh my god! I know, I know. It's 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 weird. It's like I was sort of writing fic a little bit, but I wasn't really engaged in the fandom in a social way. And I think after Coda, I was just so desperate for anything. You know, and it, I just I just needed to be around people who understood what the fuck I was going through. Yeah. And I think that's I mean it. It was, I think it's one of the strangest ways to come to a fandom ever. So I'm always interested to hear what it's like for other people. And one of the things that breaks my heart is people describing the summer of Bethel. I know. Uh, We were all so innocent then. I know. Looking back now, you're just like, we really thought highly of ourselves. And we were like, this is in the bag. This is going to happen. And they're going to run to each other and have the the sweetest kiss of reunions ever. And and they're going to have babies right up. Like, no. (laughs) We, we were all fools to think that that would be smooth sailing right there. So yeah, it, well, it was heart, it was heartbreaking. I, I I don't think we were entirely fools, and 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 this is I think one of the reasons why there there's such strong canon support for it. I think it's reasonable to to look at you know their their three episodes in season four, and really they're not even three full episodes because it's only still that's just them. But it's I think it's reasonable to look at them knowing what we know about how stories are told and think, okay, this is going to happen next season. That's a completely rational thing to think. And and even though, you know, this is a show where everybody's miserable and, you know, people don't get to have what they want, it is a show where relationships do kind of work out sometimes. And no, I don't think we were fools at all. I think we were horribly betrayed. <laughs> I think I was a fool in that I just thought it was going to be click, click, boom. Yep. He's going to find her. We're going to live happily ever after and it was just going to be the adventures of Daryl and Beth after and that's what a lot of me and my friends thought was going to happen was just like it's going to be happy and Daryl's finally going to be you know having some good things in his life but no that the story is Daryl needs to wait patiently apparently for any good thing to happen to him yeah either either wait patiently or just be miserable and alone forever apparently yeah (laughs) I mean that's those two possibilities and that's really it yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the things that I, that I, I mean, I try to kind of keep the podcast sort of TD neutral, but it's hard because some of the people I talk to are, yeah. <laughs> including <laughs> me. So, so it's, I mean, I think it's, it's, I, I can see people having a very different relationship with the ship depending on whether or not they think the ship is over. Yeah. And I think one of the things, I mean, it's one of the things that keeps me here, um, and I'm guessing it's one of the things that keeps you here, too, is, you kind of said, is just believing that this story isn't done. It's that not. that there's there's more, it, it ended too abruptly, and there's more coming. And I don't, 
I, I like to think that I would stick around even if I thought the story was over just because it's such a great story and there are so many what ifs and, and that's one of the things fan fiction is so good for. But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, I think, the relationship that we have with this ship. Because there's so much unknown and because, it, yeah, it depends what side you're on. Do you think that this thing could still happen? Do you think that, you know, she's gone, there, you know, he's going to be miserable the rest of his life? Or are you kind of in the middle where like, oh, it could maybe happen, it, it might not. So it that kind of depicts what your your how you are towards them. And I've been fortunate enough, most of the people that I talk to are either, you know, they're fully on board with Beth's going to come back, or they're kind of like, I think she's going to come back, I don't know. Very few people I know are like, no, she's gone. But they still have a little hope. They're like, if it happened, I would be so excited. But right. to not break my heart and to not put myself through this, I'm just going to say she's gone. She's never coming back. So it's, I don't see a lot of that side, the acceptance side of it. But um, it is it is interesting to see perspective from, from those people as well. Because I do hear from them occasionally. Just, mm-hmm. you know, they're usually asking like, what's a good fan fiction to read when I'm in this kind of mood? And I'm like, okay, well, this this is what you might need then, you know? Yeah. Some happy Bethel, make you happy. There you go. Yeah, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, you know, I'm, I'm kind of trained as a sociologist. I would love to have some actual statistics on how many people who are still in the fandom believe that Beth's coming back and how many people are like, I don't either I'm accepted that she's gone and I really don't believe she'll come back or have accepted that she's gone and I'm just not thinking about it. Like I would like to know if the majority of the people who stuck around are the people who really believe this story isn't over yet. And I have no idea. I have no feeling for what the picture of this fandom is actually like. No. And, and that's kind of what bothers me is like, how many, how many of us are out there? Like how many people still love Bethel who Mm -hmm. still love Beth in general that, you know, think she's gone like it's so hard to say because like how do you take that kind of census here like yeah like how, how do you pull that to people without you know people, other people coming at you like she's dead she's dead like just, let me do my poll in peace yeah no there's there's absolutely no way to do research on this without it turning into something horrible <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's one of the reasons i i kind of one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to you is that, you know, I, I, I see your Tumblr and I know that you field a lot of questions from a lot of people. You know, a lot of times people just asking, hey, I'm, I'm, I remember that this fic existed, but I don't remember what it was called or I'm looking for this specific, this specific kind of fic. But I mean, I feel like that means that you actually have a fair amount of contact with a fairly broad cross section of the fandom. And I know most of them are anonymous, but I mean, do you, do you feel like that's true? I, I feel that. I mean, I get a lot of questions. Um, people kind of contact me all the time and mostly if it's fanfic related but I do have people coming into my ask and they're like you know how did you feel about last night's episode and and you know what are what are your go-to theories and and you know they're they're questioning me and I'm not really like I'm not way up there with some other people who are like they know all the answers and they have all this this the theory and everything I just kind of go with my gut and Mm -hmm. what I think is what I think is right. Um, with the fanfic questions, I mean, that's a lot easier because that's like, yes, that exists or no, it doesn't exist or yeah. it used to exist and it doesn't anymore. So the, yeah, you get a, a large grasp of people, but um, 
because it's anonymous, I, it's kind of hard to say who this is, but I can usually tell if it's the same person with spelling hmm. or or uh, just the way they ask questions. I'm like, I think you've asked this before. You're just wanting a different answer or something. <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed the same thing. You, I, sometimes you kind of can tell if it's the same person coming back again and again. We know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> we just know who you are, but we do know it's you. We know it's you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I I think it's really great that you're doing this. Uh, I mean, I one of the things I think is is cool about this fandom. I'm. I mean, I'm obviously kind of biased, but, and it's it's kind of ironic given that our ship is potentially done. I mean, I have to own that that's possible. I think that we've got some of the best artists. I think we've got some of the best writers. Uh, I, as far as I know, we're the only corner of the fandom that has a podcast. Just to be proud of myself for a minute. <laughs> and but you know that that means that we have so many people with so many different talents, and they're all bringing something to the table, and that's really great. And I I think that it's awesome that you've kind of taken on this curatorial position a little bit. Like no, I don't yeah. really think anybody else in the fandom is doing exactly what it is that you're doing. I don't think so. I I know I started out through Tumblr and met a lot of people there, and there was a few a few fanfic kind of collectives and such, but it wasn't as organized and cohesive as I would like it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just took it upon myself, and it actually kind of started as a dare from one of my friends on um, my best, and they're like, we always talk about fanfiction. And uh, it, one of them was like, man, I wish we had like a directory of some sorts where we could find the, the, the fix that we're looking for. And I was like, I'm going to get right on that. And two days later, I had it going, <laughs> running on Tumblr. And I was like, see, guys, I did it. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, now you have to keep doing it. Yeah. Now you have to keep doing this. So it was more of an, a, a day for myself because I love organization. I love things know be categorized and and having a place so when I'm looking for fan fiction it depends on my mood am I looking for something that's sweet and romantic and a happily ever after or am I looking for something that is just pure sex like (laughs) what am I looking for today so I like having those categories I like it being organized and that people can find what they're looking for whenever they want it so that that's pretty much why I created the site itself was just to make it easier for people to find it. And like you said, we have so many amazing people in this fandom. And I think when it comes to writing, we have some of the best Mm -hmm. out there. And I have read fan fiction for probably the past 10, um, 10, 15 years. Jesus. So you know then. (laughs) I I know, I don't want to say like I'm an expert on this, but I know good good writing in fan fiction. in fan fiction, I know it. I I'm I love reading like original fiction as or as well, but fan fiction is just one of my fave things. I would rather sit and read that than sit and read a book, mm-hmm. which is crazy. But no, I, I don't love, think it's crazy. I I just love reading people's interpretations mm-hmm. of a couple or a series or a, like anything in particular. So I've read a lot of different of different fandoms too, and I honestly think that. Um, our Bethel fandom has probably some of the best writers out there. So yeah. we're very fortunate to have that. Um, I'm just curious, uh, what other fandoms have you read in? Like, what other fandoms have you been really deep into? I don't know if I want to admit this. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> um, Judgment-free space. 
the 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 main one is Twilight still, unfortunately. It's okay, judgment free space. <laughs> like that is kind of my go-to, and um, there there is a a Twilight fanfiction site that I kind of um, mirrored for my fanfic site, like just the way that it's laid out and stuff. So I, I took a lot of that as inspiration for my site. Um, I was definitely into Sailor Moon. I have been into Sons of Anarchy. I've been like, anytime a movie ends and it doesn't, it doesn't end the way that I want. My first reaction is go find some fanfic and see someone else's ending of it. Cause mm -hmm. That, that's what I need to feel better about it. But, yeah, I think Twilight, Sailor Moon, um, Sons of Anarchy. Were, and I, oh, wrestling. I was also into wrestling for a oh while. Oh, my God, seriously? Oh, that's, yeah, that's I, so fun. I loved John Cena for the longest time. And I did write a fanfic in it. And it, it, I've deleted it since because I was like, this is absolutely terrible. But, yeah. <laughs> I, I dabbled a little bit in those, but I think Bethel's been the first one where I'm like, this is it. Oh, and the Backstreet Boys. Let's not forget them. That was my first. Nice. Like, that's how I was introduced to fanfic, and I will always remember that they they were my first, and um, it has definitely progressed from there, so... It's, I, I, okay, like, we're kind of confessing stuff. I will confess the first time I wrote fanfiction seriously... And I don't know if I've actually ever confessed to, the, to this on the podcast. It was you two. Nice! Yes. It's not something I'm proud of, but it's something I'll own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I totally get kind of the weird jumping around a little bit. But, but see, it's one of the things that's interesting about the fandoms that you're listing is I actually kind of think I see some through lines. Yes. Like, I can kind of see, okay... You know, that probably drew you to that, and this probably drew you to that. And I can kind of look at them, and I kind of see how you got here. Yeah, pretty much. Like, for me, it's all, it's all about the love story. The Sons of Anarchy, I was just obsessed with that show. So, and I actually didn't like Jax. I actually was in love with Juice, because he had the mohawk, and I kind of like the bad boy feel. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's how that happened. But, yeah, the rest of it, it's all like love stories, romance, romance, and, and, you know, happily ever afters, because I'm a sucker for that, so. Of course. Yeah. I'm, I'm that person. It's like, if it does not have a happy ending, I'm, I'm kind of distraught after. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. no one can console me. So my husband's like, you need to stop, you need to stop that. <laughs> like, <just> stop. <laughs> oh, husbands. Yeah, mine's, for, mine is also very patient. <laughs> He doesn't get it, but he's super patient. Yes. So I, I, I kind of want to dig into uh, the work you do just a little bit deeper. So you started doing this kind of just on the spur of the moment. And it sounds like you partly started doing it for you. Is that right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. It was for me and my friends, essentially. There was like a group of 10 of us and we were constantly talking about fan fiction and, you know, what we were reading at that moment. And inside our little Google Hangout, like, we were constantly sharing links and and stuff. And then we'd have to go back and be like, well, what was that one you were talking about? So, yeah, it was it was developed out of a pure want from myself of, like, okay, let's make the list and have it here. And I had never really seen anything quite like that. There was the Twilight fanfiction site that I that I was using, but I had not seen anything remotely close in in the Walking Dead worlds yet. So... 
it was um, something, it took me a little while to get it going, but I got it off and running and it was, I honestly didn't think I was going to get very many followers. I thought, okay, maybe I'll get like 50, maybe a hundred. No, it, no people it, need this. <laughs> people need this. It blew up over like, over the course of like four days, I was like at a thousand followers already. I was like, what? <laughs> and this was right after Coda happened. I remember the date. It was December 16th, 2014. So oh, it was damn. like two weeks after Coda aired. And I was like, who's going to want to read this? To, to have the people, this is like kind of before Team D kind of came into it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no one's going to want to read this anymore. Why am I starting this? Like I was doubting myself so much. And then all these people start showing up and I'm like, okay. This is still around. This is still alive. It it just kind of it kind of went from there and and developed itself. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I, I one of the things that I think is great about this is I have seen it in other fandoms too, where people and I I've experienced this myself, and it's maddening. Where it's like, okay, I know I read this thing, and it was awesome. But it was a hundred years ago, and I can't remember its fucking name, and I can't remember who wrote it. And who do you go to to ask for help with that? I, th- you know, bef- yeah. before this, where would we have gone? We just kind of would have yelled about it on our blogs, and maybe <laughs> yes. somebody would have known, but you know, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. No, you you really have to have read everything, and I'm pretty sure I've read everything. So, <laughs> oh my god, if I don't know the name or the author. I know the storyline. It'll click in my head. Very, uh, I'd say maybe like 10% of the time, I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. But the majority of the time, I'm like, yes, I know what you're talking about. I can kind of continue the plot line a little bit. And I kind of have a name sometimes. But there's too many now. So it's really hard to keep track. And especially a lot of them are work in progress. Mm -hmm. You can't keep track of that. Yeah. It's impossible. In fact, I've had people ask me, and I'll kind of set the record straight, I do not put work in progress on my site. I only do completed because there's no way to follow work in progress because there's some things that get updated once every eight months yep, or once every two years. And it's just like, I can't keep up with that. So I stick with completed fix only just to maintain sanity. Mm-hmm. A lot of what people are looking for are the working ones. And it's like, yeah, they haven't updated this in six months. So, sorry, maybe you should go bug them to yeah. get their flats in gear. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the, thing about, that's the thing about works in progress. It's, as somebody who has several running right now, it's, it's, there's always that risk that you're just kind of, it's going to stop. You're going to have to put it on hiatus. I've done that with two things. It sucks. I hate feeling like that. But yeah, it's, um, I actually, I kind of wanted to ask you about a couple of the things you've already mentioned, because like, you're absolutely right. When you, when you expand your range to stuff that's currently in progress, I don't even know how much the numbers shoot up at that point of stuff you'd have to keep track of. Oh my gosh. Like completed fix. I think we're kind of hovering around the 1500 range and I think on, I think there's like probably another 10,000 work in progress or something beyond that. Or people haven't marked it completed. And at that point, I don't know what, what they're doing. So it's hard for me to tell at that point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there there's a lot out there. And some people 
are so into it and they're updating on a regular basis. I love those people. And for the people who update like every three or four months, it's okay. It's after a year, I, I'm losing hope after that. So yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to walk away from that one and, and I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I, it breaks my heart when things don't get finished. And I, I, I understand I myself have um, a story on hold right now. I haven't written in it since June, I don't think. I'm trying so hard, but it's just like life is kind of gets in the way and, right. and, and you have to accept that. But it's when they completely fall off the earth and you're just like, okay, that's never getting updated. Okay, then. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Since June's not that bad. It's really no. not. And and honestly, it's just my summer was so crazy with with family and, and projects we're doing around the house. And I have been writing, but with some with another story that I'm working on. So as soon as that one's done, which will be very soon, I'm going to get back into the other one and be like, hey, this is happening. I'm going to finish this before the end of this year. That's the goal. Juggling is so hard. Switching tracks it, is so difficult. It is. Yeah. It, and I understand, especially with fan, with fan fiction, like you, you have this idea and it sounds so great in your head, but to make it sound good is very difficult. And sometimes the, the thoughts and the, the process just isn't there. You don't feel like it. So you have, and, and that's kind of what I'm going through right now with all that. So trying to get back into it, you kind of have to force yourself. But hopefully once you get started, then you're like, okay, let's get this train rolling again. Like, let's move it. So that that's how I feel about work in progress is like, I know life gets in the way, but let's uh, hopefully get back into it. Yeah. And not just, just leave it or delete it or get rid of it. Yeah. It's bad. Getting back into it is always the hardest. Once you're in it again, it's not so bad, but like any long project that you've let sit for a long time, it's, yeah, it's rough. Yes. So one of the things that I, I you mentioned that I think is, is amazing. And I really wanted to ask you about this, like, the degree to which when somebody comes to you and is like, okay, I, I remember this very vague thing about this one fic. Can you help me? Like how often you have to actually go consult a list and how often off the top of your head, you know exactly what they're talking about, or at least you have a fairly good idea. Um, I think like 25% of the time it's something very recent. Like, Oh, it's just, it's, it's not in my head right now, but like it's something that was written by um, Lemon Star or or Nebi or um, Arrows and Angels or even you, and it's just like no, it's this one. Like you just you forgot the name. It's okay. But a lot of the other time, they're, they're giving me a plot or an idea. They're like, oh, this scene where Daryl, you know, he's mad at Beth and he storms off into a cabin and leaves her outside by herself, and I'm just like. Well, that could be like 15 different ones. So yeah. can you give me a little bit more information? And half the time it doesn't, they don't answer me back after. So um, yeah, it's it's a little hard. I, I And sometimes I really don't know. I'm like, gosh, that sounds familiar. I have no idea. So that's why on my on my actual site, I created the Lost and Found, where people can comment without signing in, which is great. You just comment and say, I'm looking for this fan fiction. Does anyone know what it is? You know, give a plot, give an idea what it what it could be. And either myself or any other of my followers, they can go in and 
you're looking for or and other people can chime in and be like oh I want to know what this is too and it'll alert you that that uh, they found it so it's not just me it's kind of a group thing now where other people are coming in and helping me out because there's a lot of fanfic out there and I can't remember them all but I'd say a good chunk of the time I do know what it is but when you're being not too specific then I'm kind of kind of scratching my head and I I do look through my list and I'm like what could this possibly be could how old is this where like where would it be because I'm having to check both fanfiction.net as well as archive of our own right and it, it takes a little while and sometimes I don't have the time so I do have to just throw it on my lost and found but I found it's been proven very successful I think the majority of the the asks do get answered or replied to and unfortunately sometimes the story was pulled and you can you go to find it and it's gone and I have had that happen and it's still happening unfortunately where writers are taking their stuff down for whatever reasons which I respect they're allowed to do that um I have recently gotten a hold of some of these authors and they have shared either where their work is now that I can now link to or in a certain case I actually have all their stories which I'm now posting on so you can find it which is great because then I can still share their work with everyone um, and then they don't have to really worry about it after and, and um, you know, keep the upkeep on it. Not that there's much, but they don't have to worry too much about it. But I would much prefer to do that than someone be like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just going to delete my account. Like, come to me and I will help you and I will put this on my site so people can still read it because there's so many great stories out there and people are like, I want to read this again. I'm like, yeah, they deleted it. Sorry. Yeah. It's heartbreaking to do for a good cause like I know with Arrows and Angels she she pulled one of her stories and she's writing it into a book so like good that's great so keep that up but um I know a lot of people were upset when she took it off but I was like don't worry about it you just do what you need to do and and you know share the story with the rest of the world so it's not just in the Bethel fandom it's for everyone to read so it, in some cases it's a good thing and in other cases they just they want to leave the fandom because it's they no longer want to be a part of it and I understand and I respect that and I would hope if I reached out to them that they would be willing to let me have it with their name obviously but right. uh, I, I would definitely want to help them and keep that word still going essentially yeah that's that's a really I mean it's it's convenient for people who obviously just want to find something but I think that's actually a really valuable service because I mean, like you said, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to judge somebody who wanted to pull something. There are lots of reasons why people want to do that. I've actually done that with, with one or two fandoms. I just, for whatever reason, I was not comfortable having my stuff up there. But, you know, it's, it's, it's also true that, you know, I've, I've, I've been on the other end. I, I was in a tiny little fandom one time and there was like no fic and what fic there was was super old. And I had to go to like archive.org. And they okay. didn't they didn't crawl everything. So so I was clicking on links, it sounded great, and then the stuff was gone and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I was like, I wish there was I wish there was some way of getting a hold of these people and being like, Look, I know I sound insane, but you wrote this thing and I desperately need it in my life. Can you please just email it to me or something? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's I, I honestly wish I'm kinda trying to hunt a few people down right now, but 
they pretty much erased themselves from from the internet. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna have no luck there. But I would hope that, especially if people are listening to this, like, come to me. I I will treat it with respect, and I want to share it with people because people want to read it. So, you know. I, I definitely want to keep this fandom alive as long as I possibly can, and I'll single-handedly do it if I have to. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm gonna stick to this to the end. I am in this place till the end. I have my little tent set up. We're good. I'll be passing out the reading material. Here you go. <laughs> so that'll be me in like ten years. No, and I mean, I it's, it's 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 really great also because. I mean, one of the things that I take very seriously, and you've been in fandom a long time, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this and you know, um, fandom has at once a long memory and no memory. And I think that it's it's really important for archivists on whatever level to be willing to kind of be like, okay, I'm actually going to try to maintain the history of this fandom. I'm, I'm going to try and maintain stuff that people have forgotten that that there is there's a body of work here that's worth preserving in and of itself just because it's work and this community is meaningful and and you know you want to even if people are leaving that community you want to re- you want to help retain some memory of what they shared with the community that that that's important i just i just realized that is what i'm doing <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh that's what i am doing i am preserving this for you are. For the future. Oh my gosh. I've never thought of it like that. I was just like, I'm just a fanfic dealer. That's what I am. No, you are doing super important work. <laughs> okay, good. Yay. That that actually really validates everything that I've been doing. So that's awesome. Thank, thank you for bringing that up. Like, <laughs> oh, I feel so silly now, but oh my gosh, that is what I'm doing. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I, I, take, I take fandom really seriously. I, it's it, one of the things that um, I feel really strongly about, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I think it's really valid that, you know, a lot of the time you would rather read fan fiction than, than profic. You know, I, I write both. And one of the things that bothers me, and this is less the case now, especially in, in science fiction and fantasy and romance, but... You know, there's still there still is a stigma about fan fiction. You know, like oh, it's automatically you know it's not as good, or all the writers are terrible and they just couldn't get really published. And like, um, hello, yeah, <laughs> um, I don't have to be doing this. I could be writing shit that I get paid for. And you know, I personally think that some of the best stuff I've ever written is fan fiction. And I think that it's important to have people who recognize that it is worth something in and of itself, and it's it's worth preserving. Yes. I, I would definitely agree with that. So uh, I, I, this is so fascinating. I want to keep talking about this if you're okay with that. <laughs> no, that's um, fine. Uh, what, what is, since you've started doing, how long have you been doing this now? You got into the fandom, God, it was like three years ago. Have we been it, doing this for three years? Three years. It's oh my crazy. God. December, I remember it was December 16th, 2014. I started right. this. So it's going on three years now. And yeah, it's crazy. Oh, so God. it just happened in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, every time I, every time I think about that, it blows my mind that, you know, it's not just that we're still here in general, but we still think that this story isn't done. Oh God. But so you've been doing this for a really long time. What at this point do you feel like, do you feel like is the hardest part of it? What, what is the stuff that you struggle with the most? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm going to give a big shout out to Jen left my wings home. She has been the biggest help ever. She oh, helps, God, yeah. She helps me run this site. I adore her. She's she, great. 
She's so great. And I told her I was going to mention her. And she's just like, don't do that. Well, and I noticed she does a lot of the images, too. She does. We, like, I think that's the hardest part. And that was a a decision that I made um, probably about a year ago where I wanted a little bit more official. And I wanted it to look professional. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do the banners. I could easily upload the stories and put the link and say, here you go, guys, and tag it and categorize it all. But I wanted it to be a little bit more than that. I wanted to be, I hate to say make it an experience, but it is. It's like yeah. when you're looking at a book, you're looking at the cover. When you're going yes. to a movie, you're looking at the at the trailer. Like, you need visual. And I think that really helps with the stories. And even if it's a short story that's a 1,000 words or if it's over 300,000 words, like, I, I think you need the visual. So because I made basically restart from scratch and I'm very happy and proud that I did that it just it takes a long time so when people have banners already made that they can send to me it makes my job a million times easier <laughs> but yeah I'm our hardest to get them out in our spare time and that's probably the the hardest part right now is just trying to get these everything categorized and listed I think we're a third of the way down the list, at least. I'm gonna. I want to hope we're getting close to halfway, but it's hard to say. Um, the, I guess it's it's hard and it's easy. Is there's not as much being written now, and I I, I have seen that steady decline. Yeah. Did fix, and it's understandable. Like you said, it's been three years. People can't wait around forever, and they do yeah. lose interest. So, uh, the fact that people are still writing it makes me very happy and content that there is still new projects being worked on right now and still being continued. So because I don't have as many fix, new fix coming in, it makes going through the list a little bit faster because I'm not having like a horde amount of fiction coming in. And it, it does, it does put a little, make me like, a little disheartened because you're like you want these writers to keep continuing writing and you, you can see like a lot of people who were writing back in 2015 2016 they're not back there mm -hmm. it's very very seldom for them to come back and write or they've changed fandoms but they're still kind of a part of this one but the fact that there's new writers coming up what gets me so excited and I really try my best to um encourage them with reviews and comments and as soon as they're done a fic I'm, I'm trying to put it up on my site just so people get more exposure and and that people are getting excited again about about writing and reading and stuff like that so yeah the hard part is is definitely keeping the interest with people um and creating the content but it's, it's all a labor of love I love doing this it it takes up spare time where I could probably be cleaning my house or working on other projects, but it, it, this is what keeps me sane and keeps me happy. And, and, um, I, I'm going to continue doing this as long as there's new content being put out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I love that you mentioned the images. I, I just, you know, as, as somebody who's written a hell of a lot at this point, um, one of the things that makes me the most excited, it's, it's, I think it's one of the best things that ever happens uh, for me as a writer is when somebody else makes something based oh. on something I did. So, I mean, I, I, I hope that, that you and her really appreciate how much the banners probably mean to people that, that just, that somebody took the time to make yes. something that they care about based on this other thing. 
Yes. And we read the whole story because you need to, you need to know what's going on for you to make a visual image mm-hmm. of what's going on. Um, so, you know, we put in the time and the effort and, and read every, make the banner, put all the tags in there so that any, if you're wanting a certain theme, like it's there for you. And I, I have had people say like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. This is like such a great banner. And it, it does warm my heart to, to have that being said. And it's really hard to find, like, I'm basically using the same images over and over again. Yeah, I've run For into that. I'm like, I need some new content here, people. Right? But, um, we're, we're getting, uh, we're, we're getting creative now. And there is a lot of more, um, alternative universe stories coming out now. So, then you're like, okay, I'm going to go to Emily and Norman pictures now rather than just Daryl and Beth. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's the, the really hard part is just trying to find images that kind of really portray Daryl and Beth in that story in particular. And most of the time it is like dealing with season three, season four, maybe a little bit of season five. But yeah, it, it's hard to find pictures of of you know, a blonde haired girl and a brown haired guy in bed together or in a doing something. I don't know. Like it, we're trying to get really creative essentially with these banners. And and I hope that people really do enjoy them. And if they don't, they can tell us the most part, everyone's been pretty, pretty happy with them. No, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like I said, I mean, it's, and I feel like this is probably true, especially if you're, you know, not as well known a writer or if, if you're a writer just starting out, to, to feel like somebody is doing what you do in general, but also doing something with the individual pick posts, pick posts with the banners. Um, you know, somebody is recognizing the work that you put into this and they're, they're recognizing that by putting their own work into it. Yes. That's incredibly meaningful. Yay. <laughs> you know, like I, I really, I haven't actually had a chance to actually like thank you for the stuff that you're doing. It's one of the reasons why I thought it was really important at this point to talk to you. I mean, especially <laughs> since, you know, you just finished up, finished up the big summer fest, the big Bethel yes. fest. And, and that's one of the things that I think is really cool about what you're doing is, is you're not just curating. You're, you're not just, you know, creating an archive and creating, you know, a list of stuff that you can actually search for. But you're also you're do, you're running events to kind of get people psyched up about things, or or you know give people prompts, give people ideas about stuff that they might produce that's new. And I'm wondering, you know, what got you started on doing that? What what bumped you from doing just a kind of an archiving project to actually doing something a little more active in terms of come on guys, do some new stuff. <laughs> um, I I think it was just me trying to. S- kind of spur fandom in my own little way. Like I, I can only add so much to fandom and I, this is my way of doing it. So I've tried a lot of things. Not everything has been successful, but I'm, I'm trying to, to throw it out there. And sometimes the response is really great. And other times it kind of falls flat on its face, but that's okay. Um, I think my favorite thing that I do is uh, the moonshine awards every year. Yeah, those are great. And it, I, I love it because it really recognizes our, and yes, it's just a public vote and it's just like a little thing, a little saying, yo, you got first place in this category. But for me, like I've, I've won 
two of them already. And it, it's really like exciting and it makes me want to write more because people vote. I don't vote in this. It's not a popularity contest for me. It's from the fans who are reading this. So that's probably my most successful thing. And I'm going to definitely continue doing that. Um, Summer of Bethel was awesome. Just, I've done, I think I've done this one twice. I think I did it once in 2015 and then I did one this year. And it's just, yeah, get people excited. And it's such a long hiatus. That's probably my biggest, my biggest thing is it's so long. How do you keep people interested in, in fandom and in this particular fandom? And I was like, let's think of all the ways. So we've done Summer of Bethel. We did Camp Bethel. We've done um, Book Club. We've done Comic Book Club. We've done Getting People through the summer, through the hiatus, so that by the time we're done, whatever we're doing, we're sliding right into October where, you know, the show starts up again. And then the Moonshine Awards kind of take over the December, January, February spot, and then it's right back into it. So I'm, I'm really just kind of filling voids for everyone, but especially myself, mm-hmm. so that I have something to do during that time. But, yeah, it it's... Um, it's a little hard to get people invested into it, but I think if you get really good word of mouth and, you know, I really um, writing contests kind of thing. And I've done a few, but it kind of seems to be always the same writer. So I would love to get some like new people into it and you write on a certain topic and then people can vote on it and what they like and just to elicit some some reaction from people and get them back into writing and giving them ideas and, you know, how would you take this theme and write about it and that that's kind of the goal is just I want to to get people excited about Bethel again and not kind of sit there and in the wonder of oh I wonder if she's alive I wonder if she's actually dead like I don't want to do that I want to stay away from that I want people to just be like Beth and Daryl they're awesome regardless of what's going on in the show they are an awesome couple they had so much potential let's explore that that that's pretty much what I'm trying to do um, and like I said, some of it's successful, some of it's not, but I'm just trying to, to keep people interested and going in this fandom with that. Yeah, it's, I, I forget actually where I got, I think maybe it was from Will Wheaton, but it's, it's, it's something I've kind of, I think of it as sort of a fandom mantra now, get excited and make things. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, he's, it, it was kind of taken from Keep Calm, Carry On, and, and I just, I, I think that that is... I mean, it's a really simple little thing, but I feel like that is so much the core of what is so great about fandom is that when it's really going good and it's it's really it's really humming and it's functioning well, it is just this constant rolling cycle of people getting excited and making new stuff. And I have a really hard time thinking about what's better than that, to be honest with you. There, there's nothing. You just, I love when new things come out. And if it's fan fiction, if it's drawings, if it's video, like, I'm... I include all of those things in my theme because I think it's more than just fan fiction. You need to include all types of media that people create and really celebrate that. So if you're great at drawing, great. I want to see those pictures. I want to post those pictures. I want people to get excited again. And maybe by seeing some artwork, someone's going to get excited and want to write a story about it, or they want to make a video with that, or they, you know, whatever they want to do, like, get excited and just do something with it. That That's a great mantra, actually. 
Okay, so I, I kind of want to uh, kind of jump from the stuff that you've done to kind of get people excited about stuff in the past. And I'm, I'm just curious, do you have any like plans for the future? Is there anything you would really like to do, ideally? And I mean, I know we don't know what's going to happen this season. It's a big question mark. But, you know, just from what you know now, is there anything that you'd like to do, you know, in the future? Like you said, it's kind of kind of it's a weird place to be right now because we're not sure what this is for us. So I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I'm really hoping that things turn out our way, and then you're just gonna get a surge of new fans and stuff, and then you can really welcome them with open arms with this site and and. You know, be like, look, this is where you can read things. This is where you can view things, see all this and the people you need to follow. And I just keep doing this and having theme weeks where people can share their joys and what they want to talk about. I would love to start a forum of some sorts, but that is incredibly hard. I've tried to do it in the past and it, it's really difficult to kind of integrate it into my site. So I need to look into that avenue, but I think a forum would be amazing, just where people can go and talk, and and I think I tried it with uh, Bethel Book Club, and where people can talk with the writer, with the author of the fic that we're talking about, and ask questions, and, and you know, find out more what, what they were thinking when they were writing it, or, you know, how could this have turned out differently if they had chosen something else, like, I want that interaction between... Um, author, composer, whoever, with the fan, so that you know we have that connection. Because it's so really weird to be talking to you. Because I'm like, it's dynamic symmetry. Oh come on! Oh my god! Like fangirling a little bit. I do. Oh, come on! Well, people do it to me too, and it's just like I'm not that special. But it feels weird, doesn't it? It, it really does. Because they're like, oh my god, I love your site. I love. I, I'm like, okay, I'm just a person. I'm just. Right lonely old Canadian, you know, just doing my thing up here north, but okay. But yeah, like I, I love being able to, to talk about, about fan fiction so openly and, and to talk with artists and and to anyone and just be like, what were you thinking? And what, what was your thought? And what was your plan originally? And how did it veer off? And like, I love doing that. So I want to create that platform for everyone else to be able to do that. But yeah, I'm, I'm not very technologically advanced, so it might take me a while, but that that's kind of the, the dream at this point, because I've kind of accomplished everything else I wanted to do, so that's the next step, I guess, would be the forum. Yeah, it's it, one of the... You're really highlighting something that is something I love about fandom, especially coming from, you know, again, also being a professional author. It, one of the things that I mean, I really honestly love fandom more for this in some ways. Like when, you, when you're writing professionally, you know, you, you, you write a short story or you write a book and you throw it out there and maybe people notice it and maybe they don't. And it's a big crapshoot. And even if people do notice it, they might never say anything to you about it. You might, mean, you might write something that means something to somebody and you never know. And something I found in fandom that just blew my mind when it started happening to me is people directly saying, look, what you did meant a lot to me, or I want to ask you more about this thing that you did. I'm curious about, you know, A, B, or C. And I had never had that kind of direct relationship with a reader before. And 
I have not found that anywhere else. I have not, at least not anything, not anything that's rewarding in this way. No, it, it, it's definitely shocking, especially the first time where someone's just like, oh my gosh, like, you're, you're that person, like, you created this, like, you're amazing, like, and they're just talking so nicely to you and saying all these wonderful things, and I'm just like, I don't know how to process this. I'm, I'm not a celebrity, like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just a person, but yeah, it's it's definitely incredible to, to be able to talk to people and they think so highly of you, and you're like, okay, I appreciate that. I, I can actually thank them even if they think commenting or reviewing on on my stuff and, and telling me what a great job. Like, I really appreciate that. And I honestly do appreciate all the followers that I have and all the people who send me notes and asks and stuff. So it's, it's great to talk to them even just to say, like, thank you for, for making my site worth it and for them to say the same thing to me that my site does something for them. So... It's definitely odd, but I do love it. I love it and I encourage it from people. Yeah, it's doing any kind of creative work, I think, is inherently really lonely. And I find personally that it's always less lonely when you're in a community, when you're in a fan community, because everybody's already just so engaged around this one thing that everybody loves, rather than everybody kind of doing their own thing and being sort of scattered out there. And again, you know, maybe somebody will notice what you've done and maybe they won't. And... Yeah, being a professional writer fucking sucks. I mean, I, I, I like it. There's a lot of good stuff about it. I've, I'm part of a community I really enjoy, and I've done stuff I'm proud of. But, but fandom is just like this big, warm hug <laughs> in a way that writing professionally is absolutely not. No. Yeah, I can definitely I can get the hug. That It, it feels nice to, to get that those replies and... Even just someone following you or writing a comment or a review, it's just, that to me is a, is a little hug inside and being like, I appreciate this. I want to follow this. And that means something to me. So I def, it's definitely something that I would never take for granted. And I, I definitely want to give those people as much respect as they want to give me. So it's nice. It's very nice. It's one of the reasons why I scream at people to review stuff. Review stuff, you guys. Seriously, please review stuff. Yes, please review everything. <laughs> it means so much to us. Please, please, please review stuff. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> All right, I, I can I can I ask you for some faves, or is that going to be putting you on the spot? Oh gosh, I don't want to play favorites, but <laughs> well, you don't have to play favorites, but but you can like what if if I give you like a category, one or two things that you find yourself going back to again and again. With the caveat that you're not going to remember everything. <laughs> Whenever anyone asks me for a favorite list, I immediately think, as soon as I'm done, I think of like five or six other things I should have said. Yes, yes, that that will always happen. And I've had people ask me, like, what are your what are your faves? And I'm like, well, it's constantly changing. Like, there's always going to be something new that's going to be like, oh yeah, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. There, there's a few that I I kind of go back to every once in a while, but. Yeah. It's it's hard to pick, though. It's more so authors as well. There's some authors. Yeah. I love everything that they do. So, yeah. So if I asked you what your favorite reunion fic is, would you be able to have an answer for me or oh, not? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, oh, it's off the top of my head. Oh, there are a lot of those, so. Yes, there's one. I think I've read it probably like ten times. Why isn't it coming to me? 
Oh my gosh, I'm so mad now. <laughs> so <Sorry>. good. <laughs> now I feel bad for asking you. No, I'm, I'm going to go on my site and I'm going to go look for it because I want to know. <laughs> It'll be easy to find because it's all it's all perfectly in there. It's Should a code I wait? Fix it. Should I wait? Of... Yes, I'm oh. I... Just if I can find the author. Oh my god. It's a code of fix it. I remember this. Oh my gosh, there's so many of these. There's a lot. I, I I can't even, I haven't even, like, I can't give you a favorite because honestly I can't even, they all kind of meld together, but. <sighs> like, if I could just remember the author, I would be like, oh my gosh, I know, I know what it is. Okay, it's by Tangling Shadows, I remember that. En route, I think. Oh, yeah. And they, he basically saves her um, in the hospital. And uh, they go on the road, and then eventually they don't want to leave. So then um, Daryl and Beth go on their own and leave the rest of the group to fend for themselves. And they make a life for themselves. And just, it's not much of a reunion, but for me it is. It just, it means so much that they're, um, that they're back together. And um, just the reunion that they have outside of the hospital where he's just like, I don't want to let you go ever again. I'm not like, yeah, that, that to me was, I, I reread that one every once in a while. Cause it just, it really just hits me in the heart. How, how adorably cute it is and the life that they make for each other and how different their lives are from that of Rick and the family. So mm-hmm. one of my faves. Okay. I'll admit that's one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. Okay. Give me one of your favorites. So again, I'm going to ask you for one that but there are a hundred million of those. So I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm going to say it is Howl. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, that, that literally, anytime there's a new chapter, I am like gung ho and I'm like, I need to, I stop and I, I read it. I, I have to. Oh God. Like, I, honestly, I, I, as much as I don't like Supernatural. I'm so drawn to it. I'm like, this is weird. But you, you've definitely opened up my eyes to a few new things with, with your writing. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I definitely love reading that. That yeah, that's one of my one of my top ones right now. That's God. That's <laughs> that that puts me in kind of a funny place because I'm I'm in the middle of writing the next chapter, <laughs> and I uh, I'm building up to something that's going to make a lot of people really fucking mad at me. Well, you already killed off some some people that I'm yep. attached to. So really, you've hurt me. But you I think I can't on. do any worse. You think I can't do worse to you? Well, as long as you're not killing Daryl, Beth, or their unborn children, then we're okay. Well, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. I may not be fucking with you. I'm probably fucking with you. <laughs> No, like people just people just gotta remember. I do the worst things, but it usually in one way or another ends up being okay in the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's I, I I like I I'm not gonna be like go on, but I love when people fangirl that fic. That fic that fic just ran away from me. Like it's 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 weird because you're not the first person to be like, yeah, this isn't normally the kind of thing I like at all, but here I am. That's yeah. that that's great when people say that. Okay, so. 
<laughs> Hal. All right, one more. Uh, and, and you don't have to give me like one. You can give me more than one. What is some smut that you go back to a lot? <laughs> yeah, you got to tell me. Oh, gosh. Um, Miss Woozy there. Uh-huh. She knows how to write it. Uh-huh. Um, goodness gracious. Um, Left My Wings Home, that last chapter she wrote um, for her story. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. I'm sorry, but um, that that was just pure goodness. Um, my friend Brandy, she, she doesn't write anymore, but she did. She wrote some really good stuff. Um, I think my favorite of her, one of my favorite of hers was Daryl Doing Laundry. And how that, how that equals to smut, I, I couldn't tell you, but... I can already think of some ways. Well, he, he got the sheets dirty, so uh-huh. he had to wash them. <laughs> I love the way that she, write, she wrote that. It was super funny. Um, you got some great stuff, I think. Uh, what was it? No. That was someone else. Never mind. But I still like your stuff. <laughs> I don't think you wrote the one that I'm thinking of. I think you have a story named that. But I'm thinking of another one where Beth actually got a bee sting on the inside of her leg. Nope. Didn't write that. No, that was someone else. But that one was pretty hot. Um, yeah, for me, like, smut is, is, it has to be good. And it can't, as much as sometimes you're like, I just want porn without plot. You, you generally need some reason why they're there and why they're doing it. So I I definitely am a little bit of a snob when it comes to smut. Me too. So, yeah, sometimes you're just like, okay, th- this this was okay, but wh- why? Why did we go there? Quality and you understand, like, how they got into that situation and why they're doing that. And it's very in character. And then it's like, this is amazing. So that that's kind of what I look for. But yeah, Shruzy, she she's got it. She's got it down. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So big fan. <laughs> yeah, some of the I think some of the filthiest stuff I've ever written is directly because of her. Mm-hmm. Like she writes something, and I'm like, I gotta see if I can fucking do this too, because it's awesome. I need to see if I can do better than that. <laughs> Almost. And we make this filthier. <laughs> Almost. We've we we talk every now and then like, you know, it's amazing how we we push each other further in ways that are like well, I let's see if we can twist somebody into this position. And it's <laughs> <laughs> think, it's it's great. Well, I mean, it's exactly It's exactly what I sorry. Sorry. That's one of my favorite conversations with people is when you're either you're writing smut or you're reading theirs and you're just like how many times can we put the word dick in here? Or, you know, what's another way? To... Those are the best conversations in the world because it's so embarrassing. But because you're both doing it, you're like, okay, we're good to go. Let's write this out. Yeah, it's. I, I think I've seen more than once on my dash something to the effect of, you know, it's, it's fan fiction is so weird because it's like this is one of the only genres of writing where you're like actively producing you're actively producing like masturbation material potentially for people, you know, yeah. And you both know what you're doing. Yes. So it's like, thanks for the orgasm. It's just, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's, it's another one of the things I think that people can't really understand about fandom that just looks so weird from the outside. But once you're inside, it's awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I never understood it till this fandom, but the, it has changed me. It has made me definitely more open to a lot of things. I was I was very closeted before. Now I'm like, here I am. I'm I read this. Um, but <laughs> it, it's definitely like holy. I've come a long way since my early days. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, a, a journey towards self acceptance is a wonderful thing. It is, yes. All right, it's ah, God, it's almost it's after ten here. I should probably let you go. Yeah, I got to get up early tomorrow. Ooh. Do work. Childcare. Woohoo! Oh, God. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was so fun. I really appreciate And I'm, I am I appreciate you being willing to kind of work with me with the allergies. They're better today. But, oh, my God, yesterday was so bad. Aw. Well, I'm glad that you're at least doing better. Oh, my gosh. I, I know I'm getting sick now. So I'm like, oh, no. if... I, I have uh, three two-year-olds that I take care of during the day, so they're all sick. That'll do it. So it's just a matter of time before I get it. So, yep. yeah. I it was like, if she can't do it tonight, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I pulled it out for tonight then. Yay! We'll have to do this again. This was a lot of fun. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for letting me do this with you. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for talking to me. Like not everybody wants to. So, so this is great. <laughs> Yay. All right. I'm going to say goodbye to you then. And goodbye, lovely people. Thank you so much for listening. And we're back. Yeah, again, that, that was so fun. I uh, really hope you enjoyed it. Not a whole lot else to add. Uh, again, I'm not really 100% sure when I'm going to be able to get the next episode of this up, but I really, really promise I will try to make it not too terribly long. In the meantime, if you enjoy my podcasting, uh, Gone is still running. That's gonepodcast.podbean.com. You can check it out there and, and uh, stay tuned for news about the other podcasts that I might be doing. If, if you like kind of rambly conversations, and if you're listening to this, I'm, I'm assuming you do, uh, me and my sister are potentially going to be launching something where that is basically what we do. And my sister is so fucking funny. Uh, she She's up in New York. She does like improv and shit. Like she's actually a comedian. And uh, yeah, it, it should be great. I think we have a good vibe together when we talk and, and we always have a lot of fun. So yeah, watch for that. All right, I'm going to get going. Thank you guys so much for listening. I so appreciate it. You are why I do this. You are why I haven't given up on this. I mean, I love doing it, but it is, you know, a fair amount of work. I'm going to keep going. I do it all for you. I love you. And I'll hopefully speak to you soon. Bye.